Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Morning Woods Podcast. First of all, if you haven't, go down to the bottom of the screen. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get notified every time we release a new prank, a sketch, a vlog, podcast, whatever we put out, you get that notification. So right now in the studio, I have my buddy, a good friend of mine, actually, for a long time, I've known this guy in the business, um, put me onto some shows when I was younger in the game. And uh, this is, I've always liked Kyle Buck, and uh, he's here all the way from Indianapolis, podcaster and comedian. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. I guess I already did. I yeah, no, you're maybe good. Way too much. Uh, this no, show. I'm way cooler than you stated. So <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take Can that. Can you do time more to... stuff? You... <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I I appreciate it, man. I remember. Uh, I mean, several years ago, you know, running that mic in the little town of Anderson, and and uh, you know, I was it literally was something that I started because it was more difficult for me to get to Indianapolis to do spots, and I thought like, you know, is that you know is that something that I want to let stop me or do it? Can I like start my own thing? And so I just you know, um, luckily found a cool venue with some open minded folks that you know were willing to green light it, and it rolled into something that you know I got to know a lot of you Dayton folks, yeah, uh, Dayton guys from that, and uh, uh, you know a lot of you guys are still you know good friends to this day, and some I just haven't talked to, and probably still pretty cool. I don't yeah. know, but like uh, you know I got to know a lot of you guys through that, and uh, you know it's awesome to be able to be here. Like I mean, God, that's been like. I mean, I've been doing comedy like five, six years now. So, like, I mean, that's been like three, four. Yeah, about that's four been, years ago. Yeah, I think, absolutely. When I started yeah, kind of trying to make my rounds. And, yeah, for and, sure. Yeah, hit the other places that weren't Dayton. Yeah. There's a lot of comedy in the Midwest. And, like, I feel like New York City and, like, L.A., sure, that's great. And you could do more comedy. But I feel like, you know, in the Midwest, it's just a different kind of people. Yeah. It's like the, the audiences are different. And you can just do, I don't know, there's there's just so many different markets. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And it takes, I mean, it definitely takes a lot more, like having those many opportunities within a proximity, like moving from, uh, you know, just outside to inside Indianapolis, there are a lot more opportunities to, you know, maybe hit two mics in a night or something like yeah. that. And um, that sort of thing is super cool. But at the same time, you know, um, uh, not that they're not worth going to, but there can be some nights where, you know, you just maybe don't feel up to it or something like that. Yeah. And like here in the Midwest, you can actually take a beat and like, you know, go hit more mics at the end of the week and be like, you know what? I I've actually had a pretty nice week of stand up, even though I didn't do 27 spots. Yeah. 100%. Like you can wear yourself out. I think that's what from, I, that's from what I'm, my, my mentality. Yeah. It's, it's like, yeah. Make you, it meaningful. If, if you've got new 100%. stuff to bring, you've made changes. There's yes. a reason to go out. Yes. I mean that we know those people that go to every mic they can every week that do that run the same three to five yeah. and they make no changes to it. And it's, it's like, this is where that wheel starts to spin. Yeah. But you know, as long as you can, it, it's okay to hit 27 mics, as long as you make those effective for you. Um, it almost seems like you oversaturate the market for yourself, like in your own head and like the, like the game. It's like when you get numb to it, it's not as fun anymore. Yeah. It's like a job. It's like, and it, it is a job and you have to respect it for sure. Right. It's an art form, but yeah. it is definitely a job. We're supposed to we're supposed to sell drinks and we're supposed to bring people to the to the yeah. venue. Right. It's it's part of what we do. But if you do it too much, it's just like, fuck, dude, it just it gets exhausting. man. Yeah. Like, and I know, had this conversation recently with someone who, uh, um, you know, I saw them at a show. And they've been performing a lot recently and they're very good. And they came up and were like, hey, you know, I feel bad I didn't hit you know, as many mics this week as I normally do. And it's like, 
did, did you do you think you got worse this week? Like, yeah. like, 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 do you think like just because you you had life stuff come up that you just like are for, are somewhat worse, or do you feel like that you know you need to like hit this sort of stride that you know other people are hitting that you've been told you need to hit, and you do people do need to get up, but but take a week off. You need to live your life to have experiences to have stuff to write about. Yeah, like that's why I tell people if you've been hitting mics for you know, a long time and you can't seem to budge, take a break. You know what I mean? It's, it's like a lot of things. If you feel like you're grinding your gears, you probably are. So, so take a break, step back, you know, um, take a couple of weeks off, go see his family or whatever, go have some life experiences and you might have a new story to tell the next time you go up at a mic. So, you know, like you're personally speaking to me right now because it's not even always mics though, but I do feel like I over grind sometimes. Like it's, it shows because a lot of people, like have been giving me recognition lately. And I really appreciate the fact that people are recognizing the work, but like at the same time, like it gets to be, it gets to be so fucking much. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and like, what's also crazy is I know that this is coming from like a, like a, uh, you know, like, like a local feature comic, like a regional feature comic, but at the same time, you know what I mean? If, if we're not listening to those at the top of our game during these podcasts, like, like do if you're not listening to the stuff that they say and taking it with any grain of salt, then you're missing an opportunity. I yeah. think. And all 100%. of the people that I tend to look up to in the game, like all sort of say the same thing. They're like, yeah, I could go up 27 times a week, but I also could go up five times a week over the course of two or three days and have five effective sets, or I could have three effective sets. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not turning my wheels. I'm spending more time with my family and I'm doing these other things that fulfill me as a person. Yes. And it's like, oh, there's balance to be found here. There really and, is, bro. I'm know, a content whore. I really am. I overdo it sometimes. But then I, when I underdo it, people are like, hey, why yeah. have you? And posted? I feel like I'm not enough. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? 100%. And well, that's why we all do this. Sure. Yeah, 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 <laughs> for sure. Deep down in there, there's something missing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's, uh, I don't know, I, I think it's a, it's a wild balance to find, especially in, in, you know, cause you have to be, um, like you have to know about social media and how to do it. If, if you're gonna, you know, um, build a crowd, dude. B- yeah, b- build a following because it, it is no longer this sort of, um, like being funny first, obviously is, is the way it has to go. However, if people don't hear how funny you are and people don't get to access how funny you are, then, you know, you, then you might as well just be you know, looking to stay wherever you are, because uh, I don't know, it, it's a wild sort of balance that we have that, you know, is to be found. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It, it it can be, especially when you, if you're still working a nine to five too, and there's a lot of people that are full-time comedy, also full-time hustling the, the regular yeah. nine to five jobs. Oh, absolutely. And in between everything else. But I think it's important to have these multiple ports of entry as an entertainer, right? It's like the podcast and then the comedy and then maybe Instagram, and then I'm TikToking, and it's like having all these ports of entry is important as a brand and as a business. And like I tell people this all the time, and it's it's hard to hear, but it's like a long game. Yeah, it's a, it's a long, it's a con. It's a long con. That's what, <laughs> that's what entertainment you, is. Well, I mean, yeah. eventually you tell people enough, like, hey, I'm yeah. funny, I'm fucking, and if you are funny. Eh, people tell you and eventually that's how that's yeah. how you know it's working people start to tell you you're funny and you're like what the fuck's going on you're like sure. they recognize you as a as a creator and as an entertainer and I, it's been happening to me lately man and i'm just trying to like gas up and and grease the wheels and just fucking just keep sure. this thing going as far as i can dude honestly because it's gonna take a while i think but 
you never know. Like the, there could be like these little pop moments, right? Like that's yeah. what I, that's what I uh, that's what I hope for at least. Like you get these times where you get to open up for bigger people, or someone retweets you, or you say something funny enough to yeah. get someone's attention up on higher on the pyramid. You were kind of saying this earlier. You touched on it. Like there's like a pyramid, like in everything in entertainment too, and even though the people that we are looking up to, we're getting game from them, younger comics and other people who are outside of the industry are getting game from us right now too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, you know, take it with a grain of salt because ultimately everyone's sort of, sort of track is their own. But when, yeah, I mean, if you don't listen and pay attention to the markets around you, you're just going to be behind. I think that's just a rule of entrepreneurship, which, you know, individual performers, whether it be music, comedy, uh, whether you're a writer, whether you're any of these things, like you kind of have to, you have to run as, as a, you know, as a unified business, but also at the same time, um, be a person. And that's like, uh, uh, like just up until July, I was one of those, you know, people that was, that was, you know, um, doing comedy at the highest ability that I could while doing a nine to five job. Uh, they came by, dropped an ax on me. Thanks to the, to the mortgage layoffs. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to, to the fed, you know, it's for, gonna, for gonna, helping my dreams come it's true. It's going to crash again soon. <laughs> huh? uh, dude, honestly, I, I, I don't know, man. It's one of those things that like, do you have any insight on that? I don't even, no. know, I don't know enough about finances, man. Or, I just filled out paperwork. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I really, yeah, my, my job wasn't that, that intricate and it didn't really involve the interest rates. Like, whatever they were, were just, you know, whatever numbers I was using at that time. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, no, my, my job or insight on that. I mean, the, the only thing I can imagine when it comes to that, like right now is probably, um, what goes up must come down. So like, while there's this moment of, you know, interest rates being too high, you know, people are, are hesitating buying houses because they're waiting for everything to drop. That hesitation is going to continue for long enough that like, the housing market's going to slow down to a point where it's like, oh, we got to throw some more coal in this engine, so they'll bring the interest rates back down. That's just kind of that's been an observation I've yeah. had in in the markets. Do I have any type of insight on that from a professional level? No, uh, but like from a common sense perspective, though. yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, also, fuck the Fed. I don't. That's that's really <laughs> how I want to end that story. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, fuck the Fed, dude. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, man. Um, yeah, it's a and it's a. What was also something I read the other day that the United States Post Office is um, getting ready to go cashless potentially. I uh, I know, know Starbucks is getting ready to go. Want to hear something I read the other day? What's that? GTA Six Miami Vice is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, fuck, it. dude! I'm speaking for about finances. God you know of what I mean? I yeah, mean yeah. If you're about getting money, GTA Six. <laughs> baby. Uh, follow me on Twitch. Follow uh, me on Twitch, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, what I might I've been thinking about gaming. I'm a pretty good gamer. Like I play Call of Duty. Shout sure. out! Uh, Hell yeah! <laughs> Optimal Gore 420 on PS yeah. Network. Uh, Hell yeah! I downloaded that free Rocket League and found Assassin's Creed for 20 bucks. That's as far. That's, that's about fire. the extent of my gaming. Yeah, but I like Assassin's I enjoy Creed, it. dude. There's something about that game. Speaking of that game, I'm glad you brought this up. I've always had oh, this yeah. theory since I was a kid. Now this is just a theory obviously but i i think that we could possibly be in some sort of like animus like living out our ancestry or like lineage because this is why now more than ever we have like all this technology and we have cameras everywhere and there's always like 
record. It's like the more you record yourself, the more access they'll have to you later, right? Yeah. It's like the bigger your log that you leave behind. We're both podcasters. Maybe someday yeah. kids can play as us, like our great, great, oh, great, shit, man. come back and live this life where we're just smoking joints and vans and yeah. <laughs> doing fucking college. Well, I mean, uh, dude, I think, that's, I think that's a very interesting theory, and it kind of aligns with simulation theory, which I... Uh, find I very interesting um yeah i i don't know like enough about it to like really put two two like feet f- forward on that but like when it comes to simulation theory and like the way that sort of stuff plays out it would be dope to think that like uh my like ancestors could, could come back and play as me but also that would be pretty like depressing yeah like holy shit this guy's getting taco bell again. well you never know <laughs> You never know. That could be very taboo and different in another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck are they eating? Yeah, absolutely. I need to go back and experience what it was like, you know. I agree with you on the fact that I don't have enough experience or, like, technological know-how to, like, say that that's so. But I also believe in, like, my mind's eye and my heart. And sure. sometimes I just get answers from within. I think yeah. I literally live my life off of that intuition. So yeah. sometimes I say things that maybe I'm fabricating for sure or that I want to... Or that, you know what I mean? I can't say that it's true or not, but I do yeah. I do feel that it's a possibility in, at least, right? Well, and that's also the difference between belie- believing and knowing. You know what I mean? Like, um, you, like, uh, um, so, like, uh, oh, my God, there was a quote that I heard last week, and I'm about to butcher it, but here we go. I'm going to swing for the fences. It's like, uh, you know you have a brain in your head but you believe that you have a soul. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like, like those two things, you can't really ever know you have a soul. Like it's, it's a sort of a measurable thing, but a lot of people believe that. And, um, whereas you can measure, like, obviously if you took tools and things like that, you can, uh, obviously measure that you obviously have a brain, but like, you can't see it. You can see the effects sure, of it. Sure. But I think you we've know known I mean? for a long time, even if you look back in literature, obviously you can see that the Bible talks some of of stuff like that of yeah. like the beyond but even er, in early like modern day psychology william descartes which is kind of the father of all of it he was just sitting there one day looking in the mirror and he was like i'm i'm not like my body right it's like he yeah. just he had some understanding that i think we all have but couldn't verbalize that like there is an other yeah within and this could just be like an antenna yeah an antenna yeah, an antenna. That's yeah. just my fucking Ohio hillbilly. An antenna. It got one of the antennas. antenna that got the fucking bunny ears yeah, around. You push it, it and uh, got a little foil on there. And if yeah. Jimmy holds it just right during turkey time, damn it, Johnny, can I get some more foil, please, uh, over here for? The, we're out of foil. God damn antennas. it, Grandmama. <laughs> Put it on channel three. Whatever you get, you get. Um, <laughs> no, uh, no. I I think that's that's that sort of self awareness is something that um, you know certainly is is. I don't know. Maybe it's innate to humans. I don't know if an ant knows that they, they, no, they, they, don't. They, they, they don't, you know, have a soul. No, human but beings like, are the only creature who are conscious of their own death as well. Really? Yes. A hundred percent. Animals don't. Even have, though elephants bury their own? Why would they be so happy? But They're disposing of it, but I don't, uh, maybe, maybe elephants. I mean. You're it, right, because maybe there's shit in yeah, the ocean too that could be conscious. I'm not yeah, saying that for all sure. of them, but I think a lot of the animals are kind of like NPCs. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of those simple-minded creatures that are, but like, uh, but even then, there are a lot of apes that show signs of like ritual behavior. Have you have you seen this? Shit? Sure, and even they discovered wild. a second Stone Age within yeah. the ape community. They just found a 1.8 million year old 
human tooth. You know what I thought when Humanoid they said, tooth. When they said that, well, the oldest fossil on record is a fungus, and that's what we all come from. I believe yeah. that. I believe yeah. 100%. Oh, for sure, the mushrooms man. speak to us. You Hell know? yeah. The fungus speaks well, to me. Yeah, and the, I mean, the, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, not to, you know, start reading off Paul Stamets here, but that dude, like, Let's you go. know, but broke Let's down how, <laughs> well, the city of, the city of Tokyo is built on, like, the networking of fungi. Based on the mycelium yeah, and how they uh, re- Designed the maze, uh, which what was which was Their the subway Tokyo system, subway system, hundred yeah. percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit's wild, but um, but no, I I one hundred percent agree, and I think it's uh, I don't know, I think that whatever, even if we, I think it's cooler to imagine that at somewhere along the line we were just this like wild um rock floating that was like a lot like some. Uh, water tadpole, vapor bro. and like tadpole and stuff, and then to to imagine that like some sort of like scientifically advanced engineers came here and just like planted the seeds of life, just to like or, like uh, imagining the fact that we're just like some giant terrarium for like a, a super civ- like super advanced civilization, like would bring me a lot of comfort to be like, oh, there was no plan here at all. You just like drop some shit and let it go awry. Yeah, that would be that would bring a lot of comfort to me to be like, oh shit. There like wasn't a design to this. We just were able to find a lot of beauty in the the devastation that is your you know the idiotic act of like doing that to like I don't know. I like that idea, but, but we wouldn't have gotten comedy out of it. You I know? like that. That's true. I like that. Yeah, because we have to have emotion, right? Yeah, you have to have the hardship to have. Yeah, the, and the also the ability to like it. perceive humor and yeah. like the the contrarian point of view. And like to yeah the the ability to make light of to make light of the dark you know what I mean not to you know get me sonic with it but like no but that's one hundred percent where it yeah. comes from right that's yeah. where all entertainment comes from it's kind of our job to usher in these new ideas to the public and whether you want to be or not you're part yeah. of it if you decided to do this or at least help the public express you're part their of own. it you're on some mm-hmm. sort of you're on some part of the pyramid no matter what oh yeah yeah absolutely uh, yeah game. the pyramid's there whether you you know. Whether it's you know it or not. Yeah, it really is. And it's a dirty fucking game, dude. It really is. Yeah, it can be. It. Absolutely. Well, there's good ones and there's bad ones. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think I think in, in all levels there's a polarity. You know what I mean? You, you're going to have extremes of, of both spectrums, positive, negative, um, in everything. Whether it be, um, you know, whether it be comedy or whether it be politics or whether it be whatever. You're going to have those that are in it for the right reasons. But never catch a break. Yeah. And then you're going to have those that are in it to watch the world burn, but have every opportunity to to make that happen. And But at the same time, it's all the people in the middle that yeah. have to try to make sense of it all. And That's like, true. They're um, the ones putting the work in. You absolutely. Know, we're kind of off the back of the people in the middle. And it, seems like it, and it seems like that's the ultimate ebb and flow, right? Is that, you know, we... we like like you said, because humans are are probably the only people that are acutely aware of their own death and 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 so on and so forth. Yeah. Like like it's a major part of how we live our lives. Um, you know, we literally dedicate a majority of the things we do every day to not doing it. Whereas squirrels just run across the fucking road every day and don't care. This is the like, only thing we. It's the only thing we all have in common is that we're all gonna die. Yeah, sure, absolutely, man. And like and even with those more simpler minded creatures. We know that we share that in common with them, you know, whether they do or not, and that's a that's a pretty wild thing. But, um, but like having that awareness, I think, um, you know, definitely, I don't know, sets 
sets the human up for a weird for a set of weird decisions. I mean, we, I can't even calculate the amount of decisions I make in a day, yeah. let alone the amount of decisions I make in a lifetime. And if each one of those decisions um, has multiple outcomes, this you know is a what good I mean? selling point for the uh, for the video game. Yeah. Yeah. There Absolutely. you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Assassin's Creed uh, <laughs> Mirage coming Every your way. Every character yeah. gives you a different experience, and yeah. there's 7 billion characters on yes. this fucking map. Oh, and the map is the size of Earth. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. That would be wild. I can go back and play as like... Are we about to crack the space-time continuum? Yeah, I can go back and play as the bully that like fucked around with me in high school and just like... Yeah, you get to go back and play as everybody. You get to yeah. be the dad, the mom. You get to be yeah. the teacher. You get to make everybody. I get to make him you get like, to beat the kid do too. weird shit with If you want to go back and be the dad in the 70s and beat the kid and, and beat his dad... And then you, oh oh I'd rather go back and stop beat the it kid like the butterfly his own dad That'd you could be, be Ashton Kutchner dude Ashton Kutchner <laughs> dude oh man did he marry into the Jared Kushner family I think so dude so. <laughs> he must have that's great um no yeah no that that'd be fucking wild just to be able to like uh and see but here's what's also crazy is like that universe does exist just within that box of yours you know what I mean it's like that episode of Rick and Morty where yeah. he just like makes those in, those batteries out of other civilizations that he's made to just create energy. <laughs> yes. Dude, what, if, what, what if we are one of those civilizations? We are dude. And also there's like little echo chambers within all of them because we all have our own reality. So it's like all everything yeah. that we do with it's, I don't know. Yeah, bro. Perception like, is an interesting distortion to on forever. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. The, the personal perception is an interesting distorting tool. Like it, yeah. it, it can, but here's the thing is like, we can never control like the outside stuff. But like um, being able to try and grab and hold on to our own perception can be uh, can be truly like um, like opening to, to to so many new experiences and getting back to like you said on mushrooms, like um, I tried microdosing recently. Yes, and it was amazing. It was literally it right just now. just yeah, absolutely, dude. And like it's 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 uh you know I mean every. It, you could probably count a thousand podcasts that have talked about microdosing, but it's because it's effective. It's a hundred percent effective. I think we should all reconnect with it. Let's give it to the sure. I want to give it to the. Let's give it to the youth. No, this is not an infomercial uh, for that. I mean, I'm just kidding. But you know, in certain cultures, it's uh, better than a lot of that. I'd rather give kids. You know, I mean, in certain cultures, you can give seven year olds. Yeah, they give you the whole experience, like South America, the Mm -hmm. ayahuasca. So I think that before cultures in Peru, I think goes young as like seven. But it's just like the Bible; like you don't want to do that nowadays. But I think that there was a time and place, and I think that there is a time and place in everyone's life to have a psychedelic experience. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, but also it's but what's wild is like that is so frowned upon. But like those kids also like are are gonna have like f- like four happy meals this week. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like it, sure. I mean <laughs> everything's poison to something that's dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like sure, water will sus- clean water will sustain us. Obviously, clean food will sustain us. Obviously. Oh wow, you're but, right. That's but but, but we're all gonna point. but we're but we're all dying of something. We're just all, because we sleep, we're all every dying night. of living. Is yeah, what's but happening. just because we have schedules and we sleep every night, we pretend like it's not going on. Yeah, well, it's 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 an easy sort of sort of distraction, but at the same time, but at the same time, like like knowing that that knowledge of being like, uh, you know, I don't know, tomorrow's not guaranteed. Yeah, but at the same time, that that is a very scary thought. I'm kind of freaking myself out talking about it. 
Dude, well, that's this. I love this universe that like that that we're creating right now, sure. and that it, like I've kind of created. It's like because and that we create every moment because the future is a mirage and the past never happened. One hundred percent, and that's Boom. that's the important thing. But living outside of that is, I think, what you were talking about because that can be good too. Mm-hmm. It's good to step outside of it, but being in the moment is the only thing we're ever gonna have. Yeah, like you can, but and when you think too far back, I think you get depressed, and when you go too far in the future, you get a little bit of anxiety because it's not quite come yet, but. You could somehow find that balance. Yeah, this is circling back around. I know we've said some wild shit, and not every, like it's like there's no hard proof to anything that we're saying, but like exploring our mind's eye and our heart. But it connects of, with people. Yeah, it, let, people let, get yeah, what we're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, it's like letting ourselves just yeah. be vulnerable right now is a powerful thing. And for I, sure, I'm into it. I mean, like you want to kiss know, me? I mean, a little bit. Don't get weird. A little bit, but we got to take it in the other room because we got to film that for OnlyFans. Can't just give to these people for 100%. free. Hundred percent. Sign up for my Come OnlyFans. On. We got business to handle here. Uh, <laughs> Sign up, baby. Um, <laughs> OF Plus actually is a plus size version of OnlyFans. Subscribe. Yeah, charge by the pound. Um, <laughs> no, uh, have to do a mug bang after this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do a mug club. Yeah, um, dude, what the fuck is that? Send me a link, my guy. <laughs> That's some new shit, bro. <laughs> oh, oh shit. No, um, no. Wait, what the fuck was I talking about? We got into a rift and got, I lost dude, it. Dude, I bet we just got time stopped and they fucking they came in and neuralized. Yeah, us. they probably did. They probably were just like they were about to get into some wild shit. We can't have this go down. Dude, I used to have phone calls like that when I was younger with my friends and uh and we we'd be like on like three way calling and we would start to like crack the universe and then like a storm would happen or someone's phone oh, shit, would die dude. or this is back when we had landlines too. Yeah. Something would go down. Men bro. in black show up. Boom! Just fucking boom. wipe us. They were like these little. Lucky kids. they didn't noisy cricket your ass. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, it's a little gun he had. Oh yeah, the cricket. Yeah, oh, yeah, I thought you were about to say some porno. Like I was like, <laughs> whoa, dude, the noisy cricket. Yeah, that's a Tell that's a that's it. a lane that like it's just someone r- naked in their house trying to kill a cricket. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're just pissed off because they're like this thing won't fucking I shut would up. Watch that, dude. Yeah, I'm a voyeur. I, I <laughs> that was me three nights ago. You want to hear a crazy theory that I have of voyeurism and. Airbnb, Airbnb. So, oh shit! I think that the reason they ask if you have kids or not, right? Because they definitely want to accommodate, obviously. But here's my theory: I think that sometimes they put cameras in these Airbnbs, dude. Sure, especially they've in had like date these, lines on, especially that. in like these college towns, oh, yeah. where you know people would be hooking up, yeah. And like, if you were like some baller dude, you know they're not checking the outlets, dude. You're not trying to watch Kim Kardashian. You're like, I need the real hardcore yeah. reality TV where people sure. don't even know they're on TV. Yeah, <laughs> right. And Why does this house have twelve fire depart fire alarms in this room? The best selling point. <laughs> the best selling point I could think of was obviously, yeah, you people having sex or just watching people in general sometimes. Is can yeah. be fun to weirdos. People but are into weird shit. Man. If you like put a timeline on it, it's like a selling point. Like buy now, only three days. They're only gonna be here for eighteen more hours, <laughs> and you don't even know if they're gonna be there. They could have stuff planned. Oh. It's like imagine I, getting the ad for your own Airbnb video. Yeah, you're just like watching other people's Airbnb yeah, videos, and there's like one that comes across Tampa Bay, <laughs> Tampa, Bay. the Catalina Inn, room second floor, room three. Like what the fuck? I'm oh, staying shit. there. Yeah, well, what? They wouldn't dox you if they were smart, but yeah, uh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man you're that's like hell yeah i want to watch this it's like that's right next to where i'm st- oh shit i'm in room three you ever been on weird youtube or like the deep web or anything like that when you start uh man i've videos? watched a. have never gone on the dark web but i've watched a couple documentaries on it and yeah. i talked to a buddy of mine who knew about like getting on fucking i don't know tor browsers or vpns and shit i, I know guys who did it like silk road shit back in the day yeah yeah on the, yeah i on the phones and i heard started dude doing the some phone. of the shit like was a little bit was a little bit much for me like uh like the fucking red rooms and shit. Um, Tell me more. Uh, which is which is essentially where 
people who have been uh, obtained somehow through whatever means. Human trafficking? Uh, yeah, sure. Or abduction or whatever. YouTube's going to flag this video for sure. <laughs> uh, oh, for bringing awareness to something that stops 100%. human trafficking? Let's stop yeah. human trafficking yes, today. Let's, yeah, let's take that off the air. Um, no, these red rooms are where these people that are obtained through nefarious means um, are made to be tortured and whatever to the point of death behind a paywall like Twitch where you can like pay and tip and stuff like that. People are doing that on I'm the saying. dark web. If they're doing it on the dark web, then they're definitely doing it to like random people in bathrooms. Dude, ever since they started putting those little sure, sensors man. on the, on the urinals for men, yeah. I don't know if those are on women's toilets. Cause I don't go in women's rooms yeah. that often. Yeah, I don't I, know. I've been in a couple, but not that often. I've gone into some single toilets because I have a policy that any toilet that, that any room that has one toilet is unisex, regardless of what the science says. Dude, I feel so bad for unisex restrooms though. I feel bad for women. Because yeah. Oh, yeah. We're dude. fucking pigs, dude. Yeah. Like every time you walk in a unisex restroom, it looks like a guy. There's piss everywhere, toilet yeah. paper. There's no way they're sitting on that. Yeah. Dude. I got it's, a lot of bathroom. I feel rules so bad like for those ladies in those yeah. unis. Like in a lot yeah. of bigger cities, it's like that. Like I was just in Louisville. I'm sure in like New York. I know in Chicago, anywhere where it's more liberal and there's a lot of people, it's typically unisex now. But sure. Yeah. 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 Those poor women. Well. Oh yeah. For sure. They definitely get the bo- the bottom end of that stick for sure. Because I'm not but- even trying when I'm in there. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm yeah. Just I'm just like spraying me. the wall. Oh well. You know, so when in Shitting Rome. in the tank. I'm just yeah. doing everything I you can. You don't shit in the back. Huh? You don't shit in the back. I don't take upper deckers that often. I mean, when I'm pissed off at someone, I'll tell you what. I'll take an upper decker. If someone like fucks up my food. <laughs> Is that what it's called? No, I'm kidding. I won't do upper that. decker. It must be like a. I wonder yeah. if that's from England. I wonder if that's like a started. I'm gonna do an upper decker. I, uh, I want to say I saw that on, Mag- on MacGruber. I, I, I think on MacGruber he started talking about taking upper deckers, and we're like, "What is that?" He's like, "Where you shit in the tank?" <clears throat> and uh, that's so fucking funny, dude. Yeah, dude. I have a lot of those gas station restroom rules. All right, here we go. First one: If I walk into your place and the wee hours of the morning or night or whatever, and like. Uh, your bathroom's inaccessible and I got to take a piss, I'm peeing on the back of your uh, gas station. Yeah, that's road rules, dude. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm like, I got to go somewhere. You're not going to let me use your bathroom. I guess that's your prerogative. Yeah. However, as a man, as as my prerogative, I am, yeah, I'm going to light up your cardboard boxes back here that uh, are marked ready to open. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I've done that a few times. (laughs) Uh, Also, if I go into a place um, that does not have an effective lock, like I, I, uh, um, are you at, scared to poop? What the no, f- here's the thing: as uh, as a way to try and teach people that they need to lock on doors, I don't lock um, public bathroom doors, and I take a piss with my pants all the way down. What the fuck? Dude? Because if they have the balls to not knock on a public restroom door, they get what's on the other side of that door and they'll always knock you again. literally don't you don't you pull your pants all the way down to ankle before you piss in a public restroom it, at a urinal uh as a way of teaching the people at coming a, in yeah at a urinal no not next to people not next to people i'm talking about a single toilet only i don't lock the door because <laughs> if they don't bother to knock like everyone should like a decent human they get what's on the other side of that door. If you ever invite me to stay over at your place, just remind me that you do that because I never yeah. knock before. Then knock on the door. That's the only, that's my whole if point of this whole thing. there's a lady in the house though, like obviously I think, it, but I don't know. I just never like. Yeah. I, I had, like, like the slow kid in I elementary school. I just I pulled younger, my pants all the way down. We're peeing in the sink and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> nobody closes the door. And shit. Yeah. That's but why we as a society, I'll tell you right now, the world savages. would be a much better place if we started knocking on bathroom doors. Damn, dude. This yeah. is a message that's that we a, that's need to a get PSA. Out that's my PSA. To everyone, to the You never today. know which camera am I looking at? Okay. Right there. You never know which bathroom I could be in at any time. You see a closed door, you knock on it, because you never know what's on the other side. Could be me with my pants all the way down, taking a piss. At a urinal. At a, well, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> now I get what you're saying about a urinal because on the bikes there's two toilets. Yeah. I would never do it at a urinal, only if it's a single toilet. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm committed. Just, I was just, committed to I'm it. Just, I'm just picturing you, though, just pants, pants down, me pants just walking. all the way down I'm some guy's BW3s, and you're just like, all the stalls are open. You're just like... Pants to your ankle, fucking taking a, taking a steamer. I waited oh, all day man. for this. I had two large coffees. Oh man, it yeah. stinks. Like I just want to race in the Special Olympics or something. Yeah, <laughs> You're trying to pee the trying to yeah. pee the stains off the back of that. Bro. Yeah, high <laughs> just pressure, a hot stream. Yeah, bro. high pressure, grunting while I'm doing it. I can literally smell it right now. Just <laughs> it, was those, it was the asparagus. It was the asparagus I had. All right, that's the bite that from the show we're going to use. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the bite. You guys, pants smell that down at home? pisser, pants down on the pisser. Yeah, this no. episode is called pants down on the pisser. Yeah, that's and that's my whole thing. It's just knock on and all that could have been spared if people would just knock on a bathroom door. Yeah, you know, Jesus you just never knows what you never know what's on the other side. And also, our restroom's right around the corner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I will say, Two, bathrooms with a urinal don't even have a lock. If there's not a lock. <laughs> And I know it's unlocked. I'm not going to do that, obviously. Because I'll go into the one. But I won't lock that stall. I'll tell you that much right now. I'm just imagining one of, the, one of the rappers that work in the studio next door, like just walking in on you in this restroom with yeah. your pants to your ankles. Yeah. I'm going to get a shirt on the back that says, should have knocked. That's your catchphrase, dude. <laughs> <laughs> should have knocked. Hey, you guys know Kyle Buck? Who? Should have knocked the guy. Yeah. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my should've, God. Should have knocked. love that guy. Uh, no, he was at my mom's bar mitzvah. <laughs> I didn't even know your mom's bar. That was a bad one. I didn't, oh. I didn't, that shouldn't have landed. I don't know. I uh, my, is that right? Yeah, my know. mom saw him. At I'm not cultured enough to be able to do it. these asides. I don't. I, I ate Indian food a few weeks ago. Nice. Yeah, love Indian. That's food. all. I was just that's as cultural as I am. Hell yeah. As well, yeah. I uh, I love masala. I love 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 uh the uh, tikka masala tikka with masala the with the naan. Yeah, you kidding me right What's now? What's the one with the cashews and the the raisins in it? Do you know what I'm talking? It's chicken. What's it called? You know what I'm talking about. What's Cor- it? Korm. Korm. Korma. Korma. Yes, Korma. Yes, chicken korma. And I get the I do I what I do is I'll do, I'll eat like a whole loaf of naan and I'll just like drink that soup like like yeah. I get the hot. So oh, what do you go yeah. five heat? Oh, what do you yeah. go on the heat? Uh, I I normally just go normal, but this one apparently went a couple notches last night. Had a rough go. I go I go level five. Yeah. I'm not playing around with the heat. Sure. I, yeah, absolutely. Um, but no, th- uh, th- that one down there really has uh, opened my mind up. To, I'm telling you what, I will fuck up some all you can eat sushi. Yes. Uh, some all you can eat sushi will leave me in pain, and you will lose money. I I'm love sorry. sushi. 100%. That's just the way it goes. Yes. You know, my, my kid's mother hit me to sushi when I was I was like I was really young and I was like I'm a culture I'm, I was very uncultured too because I'm like just a white trash yeah, piece it, of shit and also I I've always wanted to try sushi I've always loved it but I'm not gonna time. get it from fucking Anderson in the end I go hard now like I don't even think that she will go like raw but I'll eat raw fish I'll go I'll try all of it just because I will eat it in fucking Greenwood I used to be scared. yeah yeah there's a nice place here in uh one of the outskirts of Hell Dayton yeah, there's a few actually really nice places around here to go get some sushi I like uh. 
This place called JY Bamboo. It's in Hell Fa- yeah. it's in Fairborn. You probably will never go, but it's good. Shout out JY. Yeah, uh, I fuck with them. But w- I actually had Caribbean food for the first time recently, nice. like real authentic. Like pick the bones out of it when you're eating it because they don't. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. They're just throw. But uh, I was in Louisville in one of my homies. You know Will McKenzie. Mm-hmm. You ever met Will? I I don't know that we've met, but like I, I know of him. Probably yeah, Facebook yeah. friends or okay. something like that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, he's a very funny guy. Well, I was staying with him when I was down there, and he took me to the spot in the hood where you know. Probably white people typically don't go and sure. get to eat. I'm sure they do, but just probably not. He said not a lot of people go there. So I was like, man, I'm trying to I'm trying to go get that. Yeah. So, dude, it was like literally some of the best chicken I'd ever eaten in my life. And he had the lamb, and we kind of shared it around a little bit. It was some of the best food. Like, I've had Caribbean jerk, like, the seasoning, right? But until you actually have the food and the rice that they steam up in the back with the – and the it's like real Jamaican people, yeah. and they all know each other's names. It's like oh, literally yeah. a family-owned restaurant. Yeah. Bro, it was some of the best – food i've ever had it was better than the indian food and those and those are the best places yeah like like really that there's those recipes been in their family for 100 years probably oh absolutely and and like there's a there really is a matrix there between like how good uh like what's your expectation of the non-food items are you expecting like the cleanest tables in the world with the most comfortable chairs and the nicest right. people and all that right. if you're expecting that and the best food in a lot of these spots, yeah. you're not getting both. This isn't a Michelin restaurant. Exactly. But if you're willing to knock back your kind of quality of the rest of the experience, you're going to maybe get yelled box, at. Dude. Yeah, you're going <laughs> to maybe get yelled at for not saying something right. Yeah, and that's okay. You're yeah. learning as a white person. That's yes. what it's about, people. 100%. You have to learn as white people. Yeah. And <laughs> Kyle brought his white Yeah, guilt. there's the other clip it's for part you. Of his merch. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's the other part of my my shirts. You have to you have to keep your learning up. Um, keep your books reading. Uh, no, it's, it's one of those, yeah, if you're okay with like kind of getting yelled at a little bit cause you didn't say something right, but then you like, you know, you get taught how to order it, but then you kind of get into the flow of it. It's the most amazing food, dude. Doesn't yeah. matter. Like whether you're talking Caribbean, whether you're talking Mexican, whether you're talking Puerto Rican, whether you're talking like Thai, whether you're talking yeah. any of that, it is, uh, uh, if you're willing to knock back some of the service side of things, you're going to make sure the quality of the food is just that much better. It just seems to go that way. Man, I've I, seen. I absolutely love Mexican food. And I know just like pizza, it's like, it's peasant food, right? But it's so fucking good, dude. It's yeah. literally the best thing yeah. in the world. Like It's, to eat it's some literally good a handful of ingredients. Some lady named Maria. Maria and her Berea. Oh my gosh. Uh, it, just, lime. Oh, just the lime and the, and the uh, uh, cilantro and onion on the tacos. And th- there's a spot by our place in Indianapolis. Next time you come in, we need to go over this spot. They just have some of the best tacos. It's where the people that work at the Mexican restaurant by our house go to eat. Oh yeah. Because it's like just the best. So there's like a chain. There's a chain around here too. El Toro, which is decent. Yeah. There's one in every uh, city around here. Yeah. But there's a few taco trucks and this one place called Victor's that started up a few years ago and now they have multiple locations. But these people are like from Mexico Yeah. and they make like authentic food. The, the reason I know is one of my homies from Cali was here and I was like, he's like, where's the taco spots, obviously. So we get a couple different places, and we went to Victor's, and he was like, bro. He was like, this is just like the food in SoCal, which yeah. I've never been to California. Yeah. But he was like, this is the closest that I've had in, like, the Midwest. Dude, And I was I, like, that's wild. It was here in Ohio. Um, A couple things about California and tacos. I had fish tacos for the first time. Ooh, fried in, or, or grilled? 
Uh, it, they were grilled. Okay. Um, they were grilled. It was, uh, I believe tilapia. I don't remember. Uh, I could be wrong, but no, I had three of those and a tall ass Corona in LA before the, my first time going to the comedy store as, as, as a spectator, this is back yeah. in like 2012. That's the dope as fuck. You went to the store though. Dude, I ran into Bobby Lee. Oh wow. On dude. my way out. He asked me if I'd. <laughs> He asked me if I'd ever fucked a guy. What the fuck? Yeah, dude? I got yeah. that vibe from you too, but I wasn't gonna ask. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was. De- it was definitely not during a sober phase, so this is not me trying to like. Yeah, he was. It, oh, it, he it was hit, a cool interaction. He hit on you, my guy. Well, no, he hit on me for his friend. Well, he, he, he goes. He goes. They uh, would have probably all had their way with yeah, you. It's he, L.A. Yeah, he asked me if I'd ever fucked a guy. Well, no, no, no. He asked me if I'd ever fucked a black guy. Yeah, and I'm like, I love that he's getting into specifics. Like this guy's definitely fucked guys. Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if he's ever <laughs> <laughs> fucked he's a like, black you're guy. You trying to take it to the next level? Tonight? Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And I thought I was going to be funny and being like, well, if it's not, you know, Chappelle or rock, I'm probably not interested. And then he just like nudges to his buddy there. Who's like this black dude. And I'm like, Ugh, I think I'm going to get going. Yeah. I mean, Bobby Lee definitely was not in his sober face. So he probably has no memory of that. You were um, almost in the fold, dude. Yeah. You were this close. See, I'm so, if I was there, yeah. I would have been like, that was my opening to Hollywood. I All right, guys, where's yeah. the, <laughs> where's yeah. the party? Yeah. That was literally my opening to Hollywood. They're like, do you want to open up the comedy store next weekend? All right. Well, you got to go back to Bobby Lee's <laughs> yeah. house and do cocaine off this black guy's dick. <laughs> uh, no, but dude, it was wild though. Going to the comedy store, just at, you know, God, this was 10 years ago. And it was, uh, during the, 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 what they call the dead years before Rogan came back. Okay. Um, so post 2007, pre 2014, dude, it was $5 to get into the belly room for a show called the C word that, um, at the time I didn't really know who they were, but like there were some killers on that. Like, uh, Eleanor Kerrigan was on there. Um, I think like a young Elijah Schlesinger was maybe on that. I love looked up the lineup since, and it was a great show, but I was one of nine people in the room. Wow. It was, and these insane. were killers. People who were like good national this touring is the comedy comedians. store. Yes. Like, I'm like, this is the LA comedy store. Yeah. Um, it's like, we don't, it makes us not feel so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it was nine fifty a drink for the, just like a jet for like a Jim Beam and like nothing, just be yeah. on the rocks. They only made less than two fifty with all you guys in the room. Then, oh for yeah, the cover and yeah, the for drink. sure. Yeah, it was five dollars. Yeah, and then uh, I mean, I think the main room was popping, but uh, I didn't see who was at the main room. I was just like, I want to go to the comedy store, see what's happening. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I had fish tacos for the first time before going to the comedy store. And then the next day, the only reason I got to go to LA that time was because my mom was going on a work trip, and she was like, hey. Um, if you play, pay for your plane ticket, I can get us, you know, a room with two beds. I'm like, fuck yeah. Uh, but initially I was like, no mom, let's just do one. No, yeah. I, I, uh, um, that was a joke by the way. I, <laughs> I, oh, I, you guys are like, yeah, that checks out. Yeah, no, that's good. dude. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. We're really getting to know you now. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, yeah, no. Um, and so I was like, fuck yeah. If I just have to pay for my ticket and no lodging, like, yeah, I'm down. And, um, she was going to be working the whole time. So I was just going to be entertaining myself. So I can entertain myself in LA, uh, ended up going to a restaurant with my mom, strangely enough, called the pink taco. It was basically Hooters, but with your vagina. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was taco themed instead of wings and shit. I love tacos, dude. And it, it was, it was, was a, it was an amazing place. It was, yeah. it really was a sight to behold, especially in LA. Yeah. But I'm sitting there with my mom, like 
trying to look at her eyes the whole time, like, Mom, I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this as much Why, as you your think mom I should was checking be. everybody out? Huh? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my mom's having a great super time. super uncomfortable. Yeah, no, she, she, I don't think free. she, I, I don't think she got the joke. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Like, as, I don't think she got the bit until I, like, pointed it out. Like, she definitely pointed out that they were wearing, like, like scantily clad outfits, but, like, um, you know, being a vegetarian, she didn't really, like, ever go after those, like, you know, themed restaurants and like, so she never fucked with Hooters. She never fucked with Twin Peaks or any of that stuff. Yeah. So, man, my like, boys keep telling me about Twin Peaks. Is that the spot? Man, it's like, your girls right here. It's so. no, we, we, we go to Twin Peaks together. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. it's, oh, it's shit. Yeah. she's like, she keeps suggesting it. I can't. Yeah. Understand I hate Wednesdays, lingerie night. Like, dude, they have delicious lingerie wings. Night. Did you yeah. say Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday nights. Yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday That's Dylan. how you know you're still in the Midwest. Yeah. Wednesday. Dylan, I'll pick you up at eight. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, and the wings are good. I'm just the- kidding, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the beer served at like 39 degrees, so like I don't the, drink. But so, so the rest of it is really ancillary. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm there. For like, the, I'm just there for the wings, and you know, yeah, just the wings mostly, sure. and the cheese curds. Yeah, absolutely. Those I real mean, Wisconsin cheese. Is that? <laughs> I I I don't. Is that know what they're known? Is that what they're? I'm, what are they known for? What Twin Peaks? Yeah. Uh, tits, probably. Oh, okay. like, yeah. I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, we're going on Wednesday for sure. I don't sure. know. Like, like, I'm just like, what is their branding's pretty on point. Twin uh, Peaks, like boobs, like yeah. mountains. Yeah, and plaid. Well, you know what? I think that's a good way to end Think this. Heidi from Tool Time. <laughs> oh, my God. But on meth. because We can go on Tuesday But on meth Wednesday. because it's Indianapolis. Oh, the ones in Ohio. No, they're awesome. They're, they're great. I'm yeah. kidding. Because a lot of the, the, they might never probably watch this. However, I'm going to share it. And, and one of them probably will and be like, that motherfucker. No, someone's going to clip this out later like these no. fucking. I walked in the bathroom and that fucker just danced this piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is that where you got caught with Twin Peaks? Dude? Yeah, I was, I was in the middle stall. Pants like 11 other pants urinals in, in here, buddy. Yeah. 11 other urinals. You got to <laughs> fuck it. Drop trowel in front of my kid. Yeah. Oh, man. He's uh, fucking 12. God this damn it. This has been well. so fun talking to you, my dude, dude. yeah. But we do want to keep the retention up on the YouTube, right? Hell, yeah. We want your life story, but in parts. Oh, yeah, for sure. Then that's why you, you got to follow me. Okay, yeah. yeah. And please follow Kyle. And you have some shows upcoming? Yes. Would you yes, please, I do. Would you like to plug those for everyone? Absolutely. Um, follow me at Uncle Buck's house. You can go to my website, ubhpresents.com slash buck. Um, and then you can just see me coming up. Um, all my dates are on that website. Um, but you can see me coming up September 22nd. The Guardian Brewing Company, Muncie, Indiana. That's a free show. All the money goes towards the Center for Great Apes. Um, I'm featuring for Shanda Sung Friday the 23rd of September at the Brick Room Comedy Club in Noblesville. Um, And then on September 30th, I am... Uh, headlining the Smokers and Jokers show at Mr. B's Cigar Box. Um, and then October 1st, I'm doing the uh, uh, UBH Presents Lucas Waterfill at Five's Tap House. Those tickets are on sale, ubhpresents.com. And you can catch me on my birthday, October 13th, at Almost Famous um, in Indianapolis with a killer lineup presented by Red Flag Comedy. Oh, wow, dude. Yeah, absolutely. And plus, Your calendar uh, makes my calendar look like shit. <laughs> you <laughs> just dropped so many dates, dude. That's yeah. so awesome. I love that you're working, bro. That's Thank amazing. you, man. And the podcast is on its way back. We're sort of revamping things. Uncle We're, Buck's House, right? Yep, Uncle Buck's House uh, is the podcast. Um, I've also got another pod in the works that uh, you guys will just have to come follow to, to get that information. Okay. Um, and I'm going to follow know, you home and see. Yeah. You guys can also see him in the bathroom with his pants down. Yeah. Absolutely. Just just knock on bathroom doors. Peaks. That's my whole fucking point of all that weird shit. Yeah. Just knock on bathroom doors. It's a courtesy for everybody, including 100%. yourself and your brain and your own trauma response. Yeah. Real quick before we get out of here, guys, I'll also be at Wiley's Comedy Club October Fuck 8th yeah. for the most offensive show on the world in the world with Travis Charles. 
And then I will be at Dayton Funny Bone October 28th for the finale of The Funniest Person in Dayton, which is a.k.a. Clash of the Comics. Make sure you guys come out for that. And then finally, at the end of October, October 29th, I'll be with Luca Passo and Ray DeVito at Bricky's Comedy Club. It's a new comedy club in Franklin, Ohio. My good friend Kevin Rupert owns it. And uh, you guys really got to come in and check that out. We got to fill that room up. Make sure we put on a good show for uh, for those guys down there at Bricky's. So, Kyle, thank you so much, buddy, for I coming. I forgot a date. Can I throw it in real yes, quick? Yes, please. October 27th at the Comedy Attic. I am so fucking sorry. No, and Kyle, you share this yes. on your social media, too. That way your friends yes. will obviously follow this and, and see you, too. Absolutely. And know your addicts. Absolutely. That's exactly what yes. I just said. Uh, um, that was John at, at Uncle Buck's word. house. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, I don't know why I did that. I like how you put a little swag on it. I'm going to yeah. be honest. Thanks, man. That's what I do. Yeah. Follow me at Uncle Buck's house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Thank Thank, you. Thanks so much, guys, for watching. Dylan, thank you for being here, buddy. I appreciate you as always. Peace out. Boom.